This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Bedding. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbedding.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. It's now time for the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cast, and it's brought to you by nestbedding.com. You can check out Nest Bedding, the stores in the Bay Area, or go online, nestbedding.com, and use the coupon code Oakland for all of your bedding needs, whether it's the mattress, the pillows, the sheets, you name it. Go to nestbedding.com or the stores. Use the coupon code Oakland. Skip, how are you on this Saturday? Doing good, doing good. We had a little bit of a rough one last night, but we've been playing pretty good, so we'll move on and, uh, you know, go after tonight's game. Yeah, you really have to enjoy the way your ball club has been playing lately, especially in August. Uh, just talk about how uh, the, the confidence continues to rise with your team. Yeah, it does. You know, we, we you know, had some, some acquisitions from, from, the, uh, from, the, from the trade deadline, which have been great for us. Uh, fit in well not only on the field but in the clubhouse and seems like the timing has been that we played a lot better since so you know we've always been known to be a second half team we feel like that's the case we think we're playing a lot better and uh, we got a tough stretch coming up so we need to play good yeah elvis andrus is out on paternity leave obviously a birth of your child is far more important than baseball games but it's tough to lose your shortstop it is, and you know, with Josh Harrison out now, and I don't know if that—that's probably maybe at least in a, another day or so. Uh, it, it straps us a little bit as far as you know, guys in the middle of the infield. So, but you know what? You go over, you do this through over the course of the season. You know, we always we, we miss Elvis, and we wish him the best, and we know it's going to be three days. And like you said, that's the most important thing. Uh, but there are times when you're you're a little short, you know, whether it's in the lineup, whether you're on the bench, but that's when you expect the lineup to take over and the depth and the pitching that we have. If Josh Harrison is able to go in the next couple days, will you think about putting Matt Chapman, starting him for a full game at shortstop? You know, right now, actually, I would, Chappie was supposed to have today off, and obviously that, that won't be the case with, you know, having two two other infielders down. Um, I don't know yet. We'll have to see how uh, BML Machine plays it short. We've seen him there some. You know, balls that are hit to him, he usually catches. Um, so I, I really don't want to move a, a platinum glove third baseman to short unless I have to. So we'll see how the next day or so goes. So he has reached base safely in 12 of his last 18. Uh, the day with five walks was pretty incredible where you go, you know what, he's starting to see it. What are you seeing with Matt Chapman at the plate, and do you think this is going to springboard him the last half of the season to really start putting up some numbers? Yeah, I always think that. You know, we, we know there's a lot in there offensively, and, and some years are down years, some years are grinds. You start to figure it out, and then something happens, and, you know, you're back in, in, a, in a tough stretch. His defense always plays for us. His leadership, his base running, everything else he does always factors into to the outcome of a game. 
but we know that there's more in there offensively. He he's you know he knows it as well. Uh, hopefully a few games gets him going. We time it right, and and you know he he shows us offensively what he has in years past. So uh, just some years are like that, and sometimes it's coming back from from an injury that that can be difficult for you, and sometimes it takes a little while. You know, I know the bullpen the bullpen wasn't perfect yesterday. But we're going over the numbers in the postgame. Your bullpen has been so good. I was, like, looking at Sergio Romo. He'd only given up three runs since, like, July 3rd. Uh, Even though it wasn't great last night, just talk about how good good your bullpen has been. Oh, it's been fantastic. And, you know, Sergio, I can't – honestly, I can't remember the last time he gave up a run. I think it's been, you know, at least in the the teens as far as – outings before he gave up a run it's almost a shock when he does give up a run you know he comes into a first and second nobody out situation which can be a little difficult you got a guy at the plate that you really don't know a ton about um and and, you know just makes one bad pitch next thing you know it's three runs but that has not happened very often with him he's been great for us as has the bullpen in general you know Chafin coming in and giving us another option from the left side uh, Puck throws, is throwing the ball nicely uh, two times in a row for us, so we feel like we have pretty good depth in our bullpen. Starling Marte extended his hitting streak to 11 games yesterday. He's batting 449 with five extra base hits, 10 RBIs during the streak, plus all the stolen bases, plus what he does on defense. Uh, we knew he was going to be this good, but he's playing at like – such a high level right now what's it like from the dugout watching him yeah i know you know you're exactly right you really don't get the full effect of him until you actually see him play all the time you know you look at the numbers from afar he's had some injuries so you know the overall numbers were down but you know in the at-bats that he had they were great but since he's been with us i mean it's such an exciting brand of baseball and you don't see that on paper and sometimes that's, you know, when you're looking at analytics and you're looking at numbers all the time, you don't really see the effect that a guy has on a game and how exciting he can be. And I know, you know, whether it's us in, in the dugout or guys on the field, you know, he just, he just he's an uplifting guy in that he's just so exciting to watch and, and he's a, he makes you a nervous wreck on the other side, whether it's on the bases, at the plate. Uh, he's been really impactful for us and just a great guy in the clubhouse too. So this was, this was a, a fantastic trade for us uh, in the now. Obviously, we had to give up a lot for him, and that's the case when you get you know big-time players like him. But, man, what a godsend he's been for us. Yeah, I'd be smiling in the clubhouse and, and, and in the dugout if I was hitting 44, 449 since the trade too. Yeah, and stealing it seems like, you know, they should just – when he gets on first, they should just save some time and put him on third. I mean, you know, just save a few pitches and a little angst that goes along with him, knowing he's on the bases. And, you know, there are certain guys I've said, you know, quite a few times here since he's been here that, that you know, you know can steal a base. But then there are guys that steal bases when everybody knows that he's going to try to steal a base. And you're throwing over and you're slide stepping, you're doing everything you can to try to hold him there, and you just can't. So, uh, yeah, he's been pretty good all the way around for us. Has he changed the running game for the entire team? Well, he has. I mean, you know, it kind of revolves around him, and then when he's off the bases, maybe they take a deep breath, and next thing you know, somebody else is stealing a bag too. You know, obviously, Loriano was a guy that, that we miss and, and, and was really good on the bases, especially at the starting of the year too. You know, Elvis has been an impactful on the bases and, and really kind of, you know, a teacher to everybody else. But this, this is a different different brand here. 
uh, with this guy. He's just electric. You know he's going. He steals the base anyway. Um, and he just makes you feel like there's a different dynamic up and down your lineup just because of him that you have the potential to do some things a little differently. You know, you bring over Jan Gomes, who obviously has a great track record. How much we know offensively what he can do defensively, but how good is this going to be for Sean Murphy long-term to have a veteran like this behind him? Yeah, it is. You know, it's tough. It's tough trying to find, you know, enough playing time for both because, you know, they're both starting catchers, and that's the difficult part. It will take a little bit off of Murph's plate. You know, he's had a he's had a significant workload for a guy that we weren't really sure how many games we were going to get out of him after the collapsed lung and starting the season kind of, uh, you know, on a quick pace and not having much spring training. He's been really durable. His bat's starting to heat up. Um, so it's going to be fine trying to find some some reps for both of them. I think tomorrow you might see him both in the lineup uh, against Allard, the lefty. Um, but it's quite the luxury to have. You don't normally have two starting catchers on your team. And, and talk about the job Jan has done coming over so far and, and learning the pitching staff because a, a modern-day catcher has to learn more pitchers than catchers of yesteryear. You do, and, and that's a difficult part. And, and if it, you know, you might be a little bit more hesitant if it's not a veteran guy like him that's actually played on some different teams, has caught every type of pitcher you can topically you know, possibly catch. Uh, the learning curve speeds up for a guy like him. There's a lot of information that you can you, you can look to now. Um, so yeah, he he's he's a quick study. Um, he's getting to know our pitches very pitchers very quickly. The more he's in there, the you know the the more the better off he's going to be as far as calling a game. But that can be difficult in the middle of the season uh, or even you know past the middle of the season to have to learn a pitching staff really quickly. But a guy like this is able to do that. Who would have thought that you would have ever got this many starts from James Caprellian? You would have never thought that. Uh, no way. I mean, you know, he hasn't he hasn't had this kind of workload in quite some time. And, you know, we were kind of open-minded when he first got here and, you know, how much we're going to be able to get out of him. You know, we started him out kind of five and six innings tops and, you know, always under 100 pitches. And he's been – you know, surprisingly durable with the with the amount of innings that he's had over the last couple of years. You know, our training staff's doing a good job with him. He's he's you know we 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 check with him all the time to make sure he's feeling good. You know, the one time that he was a little sore in his shoulder, we shut him down for a little bit, which is probably the right thing to do too. But uh, to get the durability that we have, we never expected that. Well, and, and I think about you know trying to keep a guy healthy and can get a little sore when you're 37 years old is Jed Lowry. He's been absolutely amazing. Just tell us how you handle that when you want to get him off his feet, when you want to DH him instead of play second base, when you're going to give him an off day. How are you handling that? Yeah, that you know what? He and I have a really good communication. We always have. And now that, uh, you know, after a couple years of inactivity, it's important that we you know, we monitor this, and there are times that you want to play him every day, but you know that you can't. Uh, the, the times he has the toughest time is, is after he plays in the field, and then there's a day game the next day. I was probably going to DH him today. Um, you know, if Harrison could have played, a lot of different factors went into today's lineup. So he, he'll be off tomorrow, uh, especially after a couple of days on the turf. He'll be in the field again today. So, you know, it's just the communication that, that we've had over the years, and, and we have a really good relationship, and he's honest with me. I'm honest with him. Uh, the objective is to keep him on the field and keep him healthy because we see the production that we get from him when he goes on the field. So 
Um, you know, I, I think everybody's surprised at maybe the overall workload and production, but, you know, once we saw him in spring training and saw his swing hadn't changed and, and the production we got early in the season from him, you look at the numbers with runners in scoring position is fantastic. So this is a guy we need to keep healthy. You know, you know, the other day you won by two touchdowns and a field goal, 17 nothing against the Rangers, and we're all talking about, Look at Bob Melvin smiling in the dugout. We now know how to get smiles out of you. A blowout win. How, I mean, that had to be fun for you. Yeah, anything over 10 runs is a smile. So, <laughs> you know you know that going in now. But you know what? That that was a day. It was really hot. Um, and there was there was a little different banter on the bench that particular day. There were some things that, that were really funny going on the bench. So, if I was smiling, it probably had a lot to do with that. Um but anytime you can, you, you know, we don't, we were very rarely, we had those type of wins this year where you can relax somewhat. I mean, there are always obstacles, you know, who do you try to get out of a game? Who are you going to use to finish up the game pitching wise? Chris Bassett's on the mound. I don't want to overextend him. So there are a lot of things that, that play into it, but yeah, I'll take 17 runs anytime they want to give them to me. Let's end on this. They're going to be putting Adrian Beltre into the Rangers hall of fame. You managed a lot of games against him. Just tell me what you saw from him as a player. Yeah, he's well, he was one of my favorites. I mean, we always had we had a little banter back and forth between he and I before every game, and and sometimes during the games, he's just such a such a great personality. I've gotten to even know kind of more about him with Elvis here now, and I know Elvis is is sad that he can't be here for this today. But yeah, he was a lot of fun. I'll tell you one quick story. When you know when Cespedes was first here. We were in Texas, and, and he hit a triple. He slid into third and had a little bit of a cramp in his hamstring. So Nick and I, a uh, trainer, ran out there, and we were talking that in Cespedes' English wasn't great at that time, so Beltre's interpreting for us. And uh, when we asked uh, Ioannis, you know, can you, can you play, Beltre goes, no, he needs to come out of the game. <laughs> and and you could, you, Cespedes goes, no, 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 no. And Beltre started <laughs> laughing because he's trying to get Cespedes out of the game because he knows what an impactful guy he was. But that's just kind of the banter that you have with him. Not only was he a great player, he's just loved to play the game. You sensed it and saw it from the other side, and what a terrific career he had. Well, you got two more in Texas, and obviously the four in Chicago are not going to be easy, but should be a good battle. Yeah, it should. You know, we have a tough stretch coming up. We try to play it day-to-day and just worry about today's game, but we do know that the schedule, uh, at least with the teams with, you know, above 500 records, uh, goes on for a while after this. So, you know, this is a team that's been tough on us. we got to take care of business tomorrow, and we know we're going to have a battle on our hands when we get to Chicago. Well, have a great weekend, great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by Nest Bedding. Check out their stores in the Bay Area. They are safe. And also go to nestbedding.com and use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your order. That's the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cast. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.